how I lost, <clears throat> I made $42 from an option sale, and then I lost it. Not all, but I was I was left with $9. So uh, today, podcast, this is a Money Dojo. This is Xavier speaking. Another Money Dojo uh, podcast episode. This is Xavier speaking, and I am on the another, I'm on the dirt road, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about how I lost. Let me see. I lost. I was, it, was, it wasn't actually forty two dollars, but I lost around twenty one dollars out of that forty two. Cause let's let's break down how you, how how I was even even able to get that. So I I was just doing my normal research, looking at stuff online, and I've been investing in stocks and and option trades for a while I've, I've been to the point of knowing exactly what option trades uh, are and if you don't know what option trades are make sure make sure make sure before you do anything listen to what i'm doing trying to do invest make sure you do your research for your own due diligence research don't try to take everything what somebody on the internet says and just be like oh i can make money right there no do your research for before you invest a dollar into something. Do your do your own due diligence and research and make sure that you are uh, ad- uh, equipped with all the right information. Only thing I can give you is the information that you already have already, and all all that does is just put the cherry on top or put the uh, put the sprinkles on the knowledge that you have already. And now you oh okay that's what I was messing up at. That's, this is the information I'm providing. This is not information I'm giving to you at the beginning. Uh, as a beginner, I mean, it is information for a beginner. But overall, it's not something. If you don't know what option trades are, I recommend that you go ahead and do your uh, due diligence. Still, listen. I'm, I'm going to provide as much knowledge on what option trades are, but you still have to do your due diligence because it's a very extremely difficult way to invest and you have to know what you're doing because i'm, I'm this video is going to show you how i lost money and i'm going to explain it because overall i'm still learning from i trades i'm doing pretty decent i made, made um i made a, a good bit of money but i also lost money also so i'm going to discuss that but i've been trades is a way where if it's basically you're you're predicting if a particular stock is going to go up and go down you can and it's called uh making a call or you can short a particular stock. You can make a call saying that the stock is going to go up at this particular week or this particular uh, you know time of date, and then you can sit, you can predict that hey it's going to go down. And what you're doing, you're you're actually buying a hundred uh, stocks. So one particular option option um stock uh, option trade. One particular option trade is the equivalent of a hundred option trades, but instead of you having to give that money to the that particular stock all in one transaction, you're you're basically saying that hey, I'm gonna buy a hundred stocks. If this particular stock goes, you know, you know, goes up, I'm gonna trade it for to somebody else for that particular stock. So, for example, let's say that you're in a stock of ABC. I'm, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think that's a real stock. If it is. I'm, I'm just using I'm just using uh, letters. So that says ABC stock. ABC stock is going for twenty bucks. But you've been doing your research and you looked at the 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 
charts, candlesticks from the past few months and years. You did some research on what's going on with the company. You did whatever possible way to to try your best to predict how the how that particular stock is going to perform in the market. And and in that moment, you're like, okay, this stock have been invested in so and so, and this particular thing is going to boom at this time. So I'm pretty confident that this twenty dollars stock is going to go up to thirty by so and so date. So you go ahead and say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy one uh, option of that, and I'm gonna predict that this particular stock is gonna go up to that particular dollar. So you put, you know, you buy that stock for, let's say you buy it for, it's going for a hundred dollars for that uh, for it to go to twenty five. So let's say, let's say you you go ahead and buy it, and now it's booming up, booming up, booming up, and then boom. It turned into $25. So that particular stock that you have now is equivalent of $200, I believe. So I, I, got, I don't know the quite math of but you can get to this place where you can put $200, I mean $100 in and turn that uh, $100 to $200. Sometimes you can turn that $100 into $500, uh, $500 not $500,000, and let the, that stock go through the roof. But you can really get to that place. And, and it works the same exact way if you were to predict that stock to go down. And if you put $100 in there and then the stock goes, you say that, hey, the stock will go down to $15. You can still, you still make money that way. So please do your research. I, I, I did a crappy job of explaining that, but that was just the best I can go about doing it when it comes to it. But anyways, so let's get into my story of how I was able to invest in this uh, particular stock. It was this cruise line stock that, that I, I looked at on the news and it was saying some stuff about how they're gonna ban um I cannot think of the name but they were gonna ban they was going to ban or stop doing their cruise line in Florida because the Florida governor did not want to mandate a vaccine uh, mandatory type of uh, passport for the consumers so so I predicted that because that particular governor in that area been getting a, a decent, been getting good light in their area, and a lot of people in Florida support that particular, uh, not mayor, but uh, governor, and just people in general support that governor. And I know the demographic of the people that goes on cruise line there. A lot of times they're more conservatives, conservative. So people, a lot of conservatives support the governor and. And I I predicted that, and this keep in mind, this is not any like solid information. This is not, that my prediction was m more lucky than good knowledge or good information to invest in. I would not invest the way I invested, but I I was like, yeah, this stock is going to go down because people gonna people a lot of people are not gonna agree with that. A lot of people still is on the fence on vaccines and everything. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna drop. So. I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and invest in this, short this particular stock. And it was, I mean, when I mean it was low, because I, uh, I have this particular app on my phone where it, I can see who all been investing in this particular stock and who's interested in the stock. And I mean, the option stock. So I was like, oh yeah, so people are interested in this. So I'm going to get this particular stock. It's cheap. I think I bought it for 
I bought two options for uh, $17. It was like it was it, it was uh together it was seventy dollars it was seven dollars for uh no it was it was seven. it was like how much it was I don't know it was it was it was cheap it was super cheap I got it for uh seventeen dollars so I was like okay cool so I bought it for that and the day that the next I bought that I I, I invested in that Friday night but it was already open on the particular market was closed so I couldn't actually finish up that particular trade so monday come around and as i predicted the stock went down dramatically but keep in mind it was wasn't just the stock that was causing um i mean it wasn't just that stock was going down it was a whole bunch of stock was going down my stocks that i invested in was going down but it overall it was a good win for me because in that process of it going down i was like I made my money. Uh, I put seventeen dollars in, and I wound up getting forty-two dollars. So that was a twenty-eight dollar um, investment that I got from. I mean, a twenty-eight dollar uh, uh, profit I got from that particular deal. So I'm like, great, good news, good news, great. That's amazing. So, so I basically went about. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I put seventeen dollars in. I turned that seventeen dollars into forty-two dollars. That's great. So I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do the play the same game. I'm gonna put $17, but it's not gonna be my money. It's gonna be the money that I made, and I'm gonna try it again. So because the crazy part about my investment was the fact that I invest $17 in, and I turn it turned to 42, but I closed it early. Now <clears throat> you want to take that moment, and that's the main thing that hurt a lot of people. When it comes to option trades and anything um, revolving around investing and making money, you have to understand and you have to come up with a, a mindset of how much money are you are are you trying to make. If you invest, like for example, I should have came up with a solution of, all right, I'm investing seventeen dollars in there. I'm gonna walk away once I make twenty to fifty dollars. Once I make twenty to fifty dollars at this time date, and also this is another um, website on there where you can, where it's like a, a chart where it shows you when you're in the green and when you're in the red, and if the stock gets to this point level, you're good, you're green, but you don't want to get to that place where you're like uh, it's like where it has a level where you're in the green and when you're in the red, and the apps like Robinhood won't give you that type of information. They're gonna just basically tell you where you're at and where, where you need to be at. So, but overall, you want to come up with a plan of how much you you're willing to walk. What's the minimum? What's the max? You shouldn't have a situation where the the max is unlimited. No, you don't want to play that game. Cause I play that game, and uh, let me fin. I'm gonna finish the story. But uh, what happened in the process? I I I used the money that I made a profit from the twenty eight dollars I made a profit from. I put seventy dollars back in there. The great news about that the next day, and uh, keep in mind I, I had I had turned my uh, trade in that Tuesday. I had traded. Uh, I had uh, sold my option put, and that's what it's called when you short a uh, option. It's a put. I tra I sold my put, and I made uh, twenty eight dollars profit. And then that same Tuesday, I invest in another, I think either that, no, no, it was a different um, option put. And that day, that same day, I actually was um, able to make around, 
no, I think it was the next day, Wednesday, I'm, I was able to make, uh, I'm, uh, if I, I did $17 again, but this one, it was like $32, I believe so, and I was on, and it was only one option, uh, tr uh, trade that I did, and, and I, I should have came with a solution to say, all right, I, I think it was up like 30, $33, I believe so, so it would have been, it wouldn't, it, it probably wouldn't be the money I would have made then, but at the same time, it was still a profit, and instead of taking that profit and just walking away, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this baby ride. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see if I can get, get this bad, bad boy to 50 to a dollar. So I can, I can actually make a profit of a hundred dollars or something like that. But instead of doing that, I, I mean, because I, I had that mindset, I, I lost all of it. I, I almost lost everything. Because the, the, that particular stock, instead of it, it was going down, it was going up. And because that particular stock was going to expire within that week, I didn't have wiggle room to invest in anything. I mean, for, for it to grow. So keep in mind when you're also doing um, option trades, you want to be careful for your your dates, your expiration dates. Because uh, when you do option trade, you do have an expiration date where you have this particular time to hope or you know pray that your particular uh, option trade is going to go up or go down to how you want it to go or how you predict it to go and then for example i i had it for last week uh, last friday and i invested in it i believe so tuesday or wednesday and it was supposed to expire that friday so I didn't have a lot of wiggle room. I didn't create wiggle room for myself. And because I didn't create the, the, the right wiggle room for myself, and, and I got a little bit too greedy, I lost, I lost that, I, I didn't lose the $17, but I did lose $6. And then I panicked because I was panicking. I was like, oh, the stock's going up. Okay, this, this sucks. But hey, maybe if I put a, a, a call in, for it to go up then i can make money on that on that side no <laughs> for some reason it was going up and going down at the same time it was like in the middle so i wasn't making money because it was going down and i wasn't making money when it was going up that's the weird part about option trades <laughs> you think like it's, it's like playing uno you think if if it's going down and if you have a put down, you'll make money. You'll be making money. No. If, and you think. In one mile. Sorry about that. By, by, by beautiful ways was uh, going off. Anyway, you think because it's going up, you're, you're making money. No. No. So I, I was just messed up in both ways. And, I, and, and keep in mind also, you got to have the right mental mindset. And also make sure that and i have this mindset also make sure that you're willing to lose the money that you are investing in if you put 17 dollars in there make sure you're willing to lose that 17 dollars. if you put a thousand dollars in there make sure you're willing to lose that thousand dollars and also keep in mind never invest in money that you need for today so the seventeen dollars I invest in the first time, I wasn't hurting them for seventeen dollars. I'm like, oh, seventeen dollars. I got seventeen dollars in gift card that I, I don't even use. Like, I, I, it's just somewhere around the house, so I wasn't worried about the seventeen dollars. 
So when I made the money up, when I made the money and made that profit, I made uh, I was able to have twenty dollars profit. Now, now I'm in a place where okay, I can use I can use that money that I made in profit and invest it and reinvest it. It's not money that I'm losing. So if I were to lose seventeen dollars, I wouldn't. I technically would naturally lose that money. It'd only be money that I invest in. Instead of having that mindset, I got you know, and it's all good to have that mindset when the time comes for you to really have that mindset. And I panic. I panic. I bought that other stock and I was losing money there. And I just got to the point where I was just, uh, let me just trade both, trade it all, so I can walk out. I can walk out with my uh, tail uh, uh, um, between my legs and just have some type of profit. And I, I walked out. I, I, I lost money even with my call. So I, cause I, I bought a call for like $35 big mistake there because, because that was some money that, you know, that was money that it was my money, that $35 that I invest. That was my money that I was investing in. It was, it wasn't the, the profit money. It was my money. And that's why I dropped the ball at, and I was losing money even there. So I got to the place. Where I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to just go ahead and just <clears throat> take my money from there and just uh, take the put of whatever it is it's going for. And the worst part about that is just that if I would have stayed in for either one of those particular stocks, I would have made my money back and more. I would have pro- I would actually would have been able to make a profit for both sides of that particular trade, either or. If if I would have just got it where it was hot, then would it, if I would have just said, okay, Let's calm down, cause I, I it was Thursday when it was going um, crazy, and I um and it was Thursday 10 a.m. and if I would have just kept my um calm, calm and just waited until 4 p.m. even if it would have went down to a dollar or or five dollars, cause I put 17 dollars in there and went all the way down to five dollars, or, or it went all the way down to six. If I would have uh, kept my cool. It actually went up to, I believe, around 19 to 20. And I would have been able to kept the money that I had and would have been a profit of a dollar or two. That would have been a win of my end. And even with my call I did, I think it went up, it went back up to, I think it went up to like 50 something. I would have made a profit there. But because I freaked out <clears throat> and I didn't have a game plan, I lost. I lost the technically, yeah, I lost the the the, the twenty uh, seventeen to twenty uh, sixteen dollars. Lost sixteen dollars in that uh, situation. <coughs> Excuse me. So, it's a great way, a great way to invest your money. But you have to one one of the things I always I I, I probably said maybe four times this would be my fifth time saying please make sure you do your research before investing in any type of uh you know stock or any type of asset because you don't want to be in a situation where you someone online or someone your friend you heard say oh yeah go invest in this invest in this and then you don't make any money like the dodge coin situation a lot of people been in this situation where they feel <clears throat> like, oh, I'm going to make money off the Dodge one. It's, it's going to go up to someone. So everybody's telling me to jump on it. And as you can see, <laughs> the, that particular stock went down dramatically. It's going to go up. I'm pretty confident it's going to go up because 
every, how everything is going, I'm not going to tell you why I think it's going to go out. I'm not telling you to invest in Dogecoin. I don't have no affiliation, any type of money to... I mean, I do. I am investing in Dogecoin. So that's something I do want to, uh, you know, go out, uh, go out there. But at the same time, I'm not telling people or saying invest in Dogecoin. No, I'm not saying that at all. Overall, do your research. Find something that you want to do and don't be afraid to make a few mistakes that's the most important thing to do when it comes to investing when it comes to it not only investing in in assets but just investing in yourself investing in your goals investing in your family investing in friends investing in love you want to make as many mistakes as you can because as many as you can also many as you can take because <clears throat> you want to one get yourself out of that comfort zone and learn from your mistakes always be in a place of learning i learned from the mistake that i did and i was able to, to explain it and and also make it a make it a educational moment for everyone and every everyone that's interested in option trades to learn from and you can learn from my mistake without having to maybe even invest in your money. If you can learn from the mistake that I did and figure out, okay, this is what he did wrong. This is what I'm going to do differently than, than what he did. And if you can go about and do that, <clears throat> then you're ahead of the curve. If you can learn from the mistakes of others and and learn how to make a profit from there, and that's a then you are ahead of the curve and you're gonna be in a place where you're gonna have, you don't have to worry about losing money in these situations that I have put myself into. So uh so that's that's one of the things I wanna I just wanna go over, get into. I I really appreciate everyone that's just been showing me love and uh and just listening to the podcast i really appreciate it i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh i was gonna cut it right here but i want to go into something a little bit quick it's gonna be probably um 10 15 minutes so if you want to listen definitely appreciate it but not oh well see you later alligators so i want to get into i want to get into inflation a little bit more now this is going to be my tenfold hat conspiracy type of thing going on. I don't know, whatever. But overall, it's pretty peculiar with all this stuff going on. And living through this pandemic, living through this inflation scenarios. And I'm, I'm calling BS on all, a lot of this. I'm, I'm looking at all these things that's that's going on when it comes to the market and I'm calling BS like the uh, I was just listening to Minority Report I say Minority Report it's not even called Minority Report uh, what is it called uh, I forgot the uh, I can't even think of the, uh, the, the YouTube channel but uh, anyways but he was talking about he was talking about how the stock market looked like it could crash because interest rates are going back up and 
when interest rates go back up, is is it won't be easy for people to invest in the money. So if interest rates aren't as you know appealing as they need to be because inflation and all these other things, then this will cause for this will cause for people to go back to renting renting out apartments and everything as houses and all these other things. Good for the investor that has these assets but it's bad for the consumer that wants to purchase and be in the housing market and it's i mean and, and overall i think it's a, a, a it's like you got to be in the middle uh, i bought my house way before this pandemic the pandemic and everything i got it for a real good price overall though i'm looking at all these things and a lot of people say, yeah, this is about to be a crash. And it's not as a crash as, mu as much as you think. It's just that the market has been overvalued. The housing market is extremely highly overvalued. And the main reason is it's all the elements of the reason why it was overvalued because of the fact that the pandemic. The pandemic calls for a lot of people to not be able to work and get to this place where lumber was high because all these factories were these people were able to make the lumber have either closed down temporarily because of the pandemic <clears throat> and a lot of these you know states shut all these uh, all these particular factories down because of that so if you have one place that's overworked and they can't keep up with it and then a lot of these people are in a situation where they was on furloughed and now they realize where well, i wasn't even making a, a lot of money in these factories why should i go back to work if i'm making around twice as much money i'm making if i were to stay at home and let the government and uh, the government take care of me and get me situated now i'm not saying that's everyone some people really are in a situation where they they're furloughed and they're not even making the money that they made even with the government taking care of them so i'm not talking about those situations i'm talking about people that are in situations where they're making more money than what they would have made if they were at home i mean if they would have if they would have been working those are the people i'm referring to and and overall it's it's that's the cost of all these things it's not because of the fact that the market is just so crazy and turbulent or the money value is just this high no <clears throat> i mean the the they did put us in a weird situation because they're using money that we don't have so that is a cause of this situation occurring but at the same time it's 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 literally the market correcting itself people were saying that oh the house you know the houses are selling for twice like my house right now is selling for almost i mean I, i'm pretty confident i can probably sell it for almost three times on how much the value is now and and that's saying a lot for my home my home is still is it needs a lot of work but if i'm going to fix it up i know for a fact i'm probably selling for three times the, the value of it, what it's going for now but anyways, anyways, it's uh, that's but that's the the main thing of it all that what's going on. It's not that the you know people get to the point. And I'm pretty confident in 2008 this was the same scenario, same situation. What was going on? I, I people always talk about well, well, we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened with the market. No, we, I did the research. I seen. Uh, I I did the research. I I looked 
back in time um, of articles and videos about what was going on and I noticed that it was a particular government issued program that was going on where they were allowing people to invest in allowing you know new homeowners because they wanted new homeowners to invest in these uh, invest in uh, housing and it was all of it was for a good cause they wanted they wanted more minorities to purchase homes in 2008 they wanted more people in general to purchase homes and they gave these crazy the government was giving out crazy money to these loan uh, these uh, banks and giving them the option to invest in these risk uh, consumers risky consumers it was telling hey you don't have to put no money down you put little money down whatever and and the banks were doing a terrible job also of getting them in these ridiculous um deals these ridiculous mortgages where if the market change you can go from paying four percent to twenty percent of some crazy junk like that and a lot of these people was in this situation where they were like uh i'm not paying that i'm gonna be having to pay 500 um five hundred dollars i mean um five thousand dollars a month for a home that's not even worth five thousand um five thousand dollars a month no and these people would just give up on their particular loan and say forget it and they'll walk away and so it wasn't that it, i mean those are the reason why the the market crashed in 2008 the uh the housing uh, market and I don't think that a lot of people are in that situation. Only only way if they were to get in that situation where they had to give up on these houses, if they everyone lose their job because of everybody lose their job because of uh, automated. They just get to the point where they everyone just in one year they say, hey, let's just make everything automated and just everybody lose their job. That's the only way. Or they just the government or the banks just say, hey, can we, we're just gonna change it up to thirty percent interest now? Even though you're on a fixed interest, we're just gonna bring it up to thirty anyway. And those, but those are the only way that those are the only way where people can go by doing that. But it's it's not gonna be as bad as two thousand and eight, just because of that. Unless people bought houses when they're on unemployment and then they go about and the the states and the government I mean the state and the government uh, as a whole to stop that stop that from you know continually going and now they had to either go to work or or just fold or just fold and furloughed on all their stuff but um, I don't think that that's going to be a uh, problem either. I'm pretty confident that a lot of people are going to realize that, okay, I can't sit on my tail and just chill. I'm going to have to try to find some type of work. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's, what I'm just, that's why I'm just a little bit upset with all these things because it's not that the market is just terrible. I mean, I think the government, anytime when you have the government put money into people's hand that, I hate to say it, that aren't equipped enough to financially use the money i mean because a lot of these people that that are giving more money now they're not financially literate they're very illiterate when it comes to finance 
And if you get, it's, I mean, I hate to say it, and I know it's going to sound uh, very uh, disrespectful, but I don't mean it in any uh, such way. But it, it's like giving a six-year-old $100 and expecting for that six-year-old to invest in their, you know, their particular bills if, they, if you were to give them a bill. If you say, hey, Billy, I'm giving you a bill where you got to make sure that you have all the material to clean, have your room clean, and and make sure that your internet on your tablet is working fine. You give that, you get that sexual a hundred dollars. They're gonna buy it all on Bitcoin or something. I mean, not Bitcoin, but uh, what you call those V bucks or something like that. You have to make sure that you educate your child. Now, if you have your child educated on finance at a very young young age, then you may be doing something different, but a six-year-old is going to be a six-year-old. six-year-old is going to, is not going to, even if you probably teach that child invest, investing in at the age of four, that child's still going to probably do stuff like that. But overall, all I'm saying is just that these people don't know how to invest their money. They don't know how to get their stuff out of debt because they see as, they see this as an opportunity to splurge live a little they've been working hard hard for years and now they have opportunity where they can stay home spend more time with the family go on vacation that they never been on and uh or, or haven't had the chance to go on and really buy things that they never had the chance to buy so yeah these people are gonna enjoy this ride as long as they that they can i don't blame them but at the same time they don't have that mindset for the future they're not, they're not thinking about the future. They're thinking about right now. Use it or lose it type of situation. Not, okay, I'm going to get myself out of debt. I'm going to have three to six months of living expenses saved up. I'm going to get my, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to look into different ways to invest in assets. I'm going to try to learn a, another skills so I can find a, a job that uh, provides better pay. I'm going to invest in my children's future. You know, they're, they're, they're not doing all those things. And I think about all, all those things. Because they're looking at this as an opportunity for them to really live the life that they never had the chance to live. That's the same, that particular mindset my mother had when she first got her uh, big pay and her big job went um in the 90s my mom was working at mcdonald's for a whole whore entire life i mean not her whole entire life but for a while probably like a few years and then she had the opportunity to work at a better job and this job was paying her like 50 60k sometimes 80k and and instead of investing in that money and using that money to grow and save the money she got to this place where she was just splurging, splurging, spending, splurging. And she never had a chance to really, she never had a chance to use that money to, to put her in a place where she's better off than she were now. And, and that's just what a lot of people are. Just that you get to this place where I got, I got life to deal with. I can't worry about 
I can't worry about the future or what the future is going to bring to me. I got to worry about today. What's going on now? And and I and I understand that. But overall, you have to you have to have to have to make sure that you're taking care of your future self and your future children self and future grandchildren, because if you're not, then who will? Don't please don't rely on the government. With this whole gas thing that's going on in the uh, East Coast, it's it's ridiculous. And that's another thing that I, I was just upset with the uh, the gas thing. That's not inflation that's causing that. That's just bad leadership going on with that particular company. Bad leadership, bad business. They should have multiple solutions to resolve for a situation as crucial and important as this. You're telling me like cryptocurrency that cryptocurrency uh, has better security than these gas companies? And I know it's like, yeah, 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 it's different things, different setups and all these other things, but come on. And you don't have no other like they didn't have any other solution to to resolve when it comes to this. They, they can't go back to doing it uh, manually they don't have any like plan like it's it's it's, it's like um when georgia was in a situation on uh, atlanta georgia was in a situation where they was freaking out because they had a little ice on the ground like it was like like it was the snowstorm apocalypse and instead of being prepared for that they were just stuck and it messed up and lost a lot of money people lost a lot of money because of that because it was cars just stuck on the, on the highway people got out their car went home it's terrible and the main reason why Dade was not prepared for that and, I, and I'm guessing that's the same thing though but that's Hopefully in the near future they fix it and, and make sure that they prepare for everyone and just open the eyes for everyone else that's in this type of like gas line business crap. And the same thing when it comes to the same thing that's going on with, that I was talking about with the labor, uh, with the lumber. Same thing with meat. But at the same time they would like to tell us that all of this the meat the meat is high because of uh, inflation. No, I seen it with my own two eyes that. They cut. They, they they stopped the meat um, factories because of the fact that people uh, was getting COVID. It was fear in fear of um, the meat getting contaminated with COVID. I, I remember hearing that, but now it's now they switched it from being being that issue to being for saying that it's inflation. And that's why I, I know I went over I went over a little bit longer and I and if you're listening I appreciate it. I really do, but um I just want people to understand and learn that you are in you're living history as we know it, and in the near future they're gonna say that this was done because of that or this was done because of that this, but I hope that. Instead of being in a situation where you don't know what could have caused this, be in a situation where you, you've been doing your due diligence, you've been doing your research, you've been thinking outside the box, you've been looking at why this occurred. 
Because if you can understand why this can, can, uh, could occur, you can figure out how to invest in situation that turns in this. Now I know. Oh no, now I know how to invest in the market. Now I know how to invest in housing. Now I know how to invest in different assets in order for me to grow and my asset grow. Because I, I seen it. So I know a lot of people seen this as a, a curse and and it put a lot of people through hell. But at the same time, look at this as a blessing in so many ways. So you can grow your asset and you can get to this better place where you can buy. Because I know right now people are trying to get a little life. Live their life. Get their freedom. Why not invest in your... Invest in more time to, to get to this place where you can buy your freedom. So instead of you having, in, having a, 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 a best summer or being in, be in this place where you can live your best life for a year or two why not be able to live your best life at the age of 40 45 50 60 and just live it for the rest of your life from there why not be in a situation where your children are in their 20s and you don't have to worry about working a job missing out on their graduation or the child had a you know your, your son or daughter had a, a a baby and you can't really take care of the child because you have to go work, go to work and work your nine to five job. Why put yourself in that situation where you miss out on that precious time of you being uh, being a part of that child life or your child life? Being get yourself in this place where you can do something better in your life instead of working a nine to five for the rest of your life. But this is the podcast. I hope you enjoy. I will be trying to do more podcasts and everything. So peace and love, peace and love, peace and love.